Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, and thanks for joining us on The Breakfast Huddle. Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang, of course, with you. So, Ryan, earnings from big tech companies making headlines overnight, and then we're seeing Asian stocks being steady today. Uh, tell us how exactly all of this needs to be taken into account as we make our investment decisions. That's right, Bharati. So, a lot to digest. You've got a U.S. earnings. In fact, it's a blockbuster week. More than 1,000 U.S. companies reporting. So, you've got that on the plate, as well as lingering concerns about growth risks from elevated inflation and of course the property sector in China still weighing on many investors' minds. To get a bigger picture, we've got Chris Branken. He is the CEO of TD Ameritrade Singapore. Morning, Chris. Morning, Ryan. Hey, How are you today? Doing great and I hope you're doing well as well, Chris. Doing well. I got back from the U.S. actually last week, so I finished my stay-at-home notice. So, yes, uh, lots of things going on. All right, glad you managed uh, to get a bit of travel in under your belt. And talking about the U.S., you've got the earnings coming through quite strong. If you start with Google, ad sales did well. Microsoft, Windows sales also pretty okay. And all in, it is painting a rather bright picture. Walk us through what's happening here, Chris. Yeah, look, right now, look, valuations are, are pretty high. And markets are kind of looking for that reassurance from corporate earning. And so far, they're getting it. I think, you know, what has really been doing some of the, we'll call it the heavy lifting or kind of helping drive the, the sentiment and the stock market higher mm. is the technology stock and some of the healthcare stocks. And then also, we see the consumer spending for goods and services has been there. And that's a big part of the U.S. economy is the U.S. consumer, if they make up almost 70% of the U.S. GDP. So some great, you know, numbers, you know, that we've seen early on. And we see this is a huge week, you know, in terms of Microsoft come out last night. We saw NVIDIA had a big gain. United Healthcare Group later this week, we got Apple and Amazon. And we got a bunch of other bellwether stocks. I think they're kind of paint a picture of the overall economy. And some of those ones are kind of as we return to the norm or get past COVID. And, you know, one of those big ones is, is Boeing, you know, comes out today. You know, I want to see where that picture is playing. And we got Exxon Mobil later in the week. So we got some big tech. We got some big bellwether stocks. I, a huge week, though, which is an overall painting that picture going forward for the rest of the earnings season. Yeah, Chris, talking about painting that picture, you actually had your feet on the ground in the U.S. recently, like you pointed out. So walk us through what was the, I guess, sentiment there. We are looking at numbers, and they point to consumer confidence coming back. If you look at the conference board index, it's uh, broken a three-month uh, losing streak. And if you look at some of the commentary coming through, they talk about raising menu item prices for restaurants and amongst other things. Are you seeing that on the ground there? Absolutely. Look, you see, you're seeing that economy start to bounce back. And then that's Huge because you know U.S. being the biggest you know kind of global economy, you know retail sales you know continue to increase despite you know we hear about widespread shortages, maybe a little bit of waning confidence with the Delta variant, but that has not stopped the the U.S. consumer from starting to come back on, and we're seeing this as signs of robust demand, and that's something that to me is is very important because as I flew from Singapore to Japan into the U.S., look, Changi Airport is empty, Tokyo's Mm. airport empty. You know, so we need to really start getting some of these uh, other economies back online. And I think part of these VTL, you know, schemes that Singapore's coming out with is a great sign in that direction because that's going to paint that further, not just U.S., you know, demand picture, but global picture is getting economies back and online back to pre-pandemic levels. 
Yeah, on that point about the VTLs, we are setting up more arrangements, the latest Australia and Switzerland on the list. How much does this do for Singapore markets? And if you look at those related travel-related stocks... Well, look to me like there's so many different positives you know, around you know the VTL schemes and also just opening up economies in general. But the main thing is, are we actually going to get that demand back? You know, because if we start to open up, you know, not only from a business perspective but also from a you know travel and leisure perspective, there's all kinds of sectors, the U.S. of the global economy that really are impacted. You know, one of the things that I, I've talked about in the past is I think the most correlated item around that is is around oil and the energy sector. Mm-hmm. And as you see some of these demands come back online, you've seen oil price significantly go up. You know, we're at eight-year highs in terms of oil. And a lot of maybe the underlying stocks or the, the energy sector stocks have finally started to catch up. We've seen some decent gains across some of the large oil majors, some of the drillers, some of the oil service providers. We have some of them coming out with earnings this week. And we've seen our clients here at TD Ameritrade in Singapore and across the globe being actively participating in some of these stocks that may have lagged the futures price. You know, So I think the really important picture to me is we look towards ExxonMobil later this week because that is a really a sign of not just how the energy markets are doing, but the overall demand of the world economy that's driving that growth as we hopefully see COVID in the rearview mirror here really soon. Yeah, Chris, let's uh, talk about the economy. And if we look at China specifically, a couple of things happening there. Uh, you've got, of course, the property issue there with China Evergrande. That's weighing on investors' minds. And the latest, of course, modern land defaulting on their bond payments. And on the back of that, you have actually HSBC looking quite bullish when it comes to recommending Chinese stocks. So they have upgraded their call on Chinese stocks to overweight. And they think everyone else is too bullish or too bearish. What's your take on this? Well, look, I think, you know, if you look at our customer base, I think they're, they're kind of more in line with what HSBC is, is thinking. Starting to dip their toe in the water in terms of getting back into some of these Chinese stocks that have been so significantly beat up over the last few weeks and months. Hmm. And some of them rightfully so. But I think China's done a pretty good job in terms of helping kind of stem the, you know, the tide of basically, you know, it was a scary picture. I mean, everything from the, the tech crackdown, you know, what was next? You had the property markets, healthcare, real estate, all these different things that people were worried about. Then we came out with a GDP number last week that was not in line with, with what forecasts were. But all that doesn't seem to matter right now. I think there's a, a, a better sentiment in terms of where we're at going forward. And we see our customers not only actively participating in some of the huge Chinese tech companies, more recently like Alibaba and Didi, Tencent, you know, New Oriental Education, and they're kind of looking to get rewarded on that because these things have been so significantly beat up. You know, so I think paying a close attention in terms of what's going on, I'm probably more in the camp of where HSBC mm. is in terms of I think some of these things have been overly sold uh, in terms of what's going on. And it's really important because, look, we've had power outages. We've had, you know, in terms of pop-ups of the pockets of COVID in China. We've had, you know, the real estate crackdown and all that. They're doing okay. Uh, you know, in terms of so we can kind of get past some of these things that have popped up here over the last month. I think that there's some positivity going uh, coming from China here into the remainder of the year. All right. We've been chatting with Chris Branken. He's the CEO of TD Ameritrade Singapore. Chris, as always, thank you so much for your time this morning. Cheers, Ryan. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.